Welcome back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. Today, Jason is back on, Aiden's back on. We're going to be talking about two of the, the biggest and best players on this 49ers team, and specifically on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um, both Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, I think, have – maybe they're not favorites, but I definitely think that they're in the mix for defensive player that you're heading into this season. Now, you look at where Nick Bosa's at. Nick Bosa is a, a much higher favorite um, in terms of like he's – top eight, I think, on pretty much all the lists for, for defensive player in the year. Um, I, for one, believe that he's going to have a big-time week one and put his hat in the mix right away. And I think that it's gonna he's going to come out. Um, you look at his rookie year, what do you have, nine sacks, nine and a half sacks, not crazy numbers. You definitely felt his presence. You could understand how phenomenal of a player he was, how violent, how you know athletic, and just like he is the complete defensive end. And you could definitely see that on full display but you didn't exactly see it in the sack numbers. Now, a lot of that is going to be you have a fully healthy D Ford. Maybe we have that this year, and he's taken away some of those sacks. DeForest Buckner took away a lot of those sacks, and then that year Eric Armstead actually led the team in sacks. But this year, we're going to see a lot of Nick Bosa being the clear guy on the defensive line, and if he comes out and plays really well, he's a guy that on any given day can have three or more sacks because – he will make the other tackles absolutely work just to hang with him. So I definitely think he he deserves that spot, you know, among the top 10, among the top eight in, in the odds. Um, and then moving on to, to Fred Warner, we saw last year that Fred is, I mean, I, mean, I, I like Fred coming out. It was, it was an exciting pick third rounder. And then it, everyone kind of got, you know, a little bit more on the, on the train of like, Oh, Fred is going to be a good player when, when it came out that he's going to start his, his first career game and call the defense. I think he's the only football player that I can truly say that I feel like he has improved every single game that he's played. You look at last year and like, yeah, it was kind of a lost season after the, a lot of the injuries. What was it? Week 16 against the Cardinals. Fred's out there making PBUs on fourth and two against Kyler Murray and a team that's trying to buy for a playoff spot. He's making plays. He is all over the field. I think he's the best coverage linebacker in the game. He's a very violent player. He brings all the energy and I, I think he's a guy that could potentially kind of get in there, like get in that mix if he ends up having a couple pick sixes, having a couple big fumbles, big moments. If he, for instance, locks up Hawkinson this week, you know, has a, a big play against Aaron Rodgers in the Packers game, he could kind of get in that mix as well because we know about uh, these awards. It's it's really about the narratives. But I think both of these players, they're going to be playing on a good defense. They're going to be playing on a team that I think is going to win a lot. And both Fred Warner – Nick Bosa, I think they have a very good chance to to win this award. So, Jason, where are you at on both these guys? Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a different approach, right? Because pass rushers usually have the leg up on defensive player of the year, and I think that Nick Bosa, when we saw him, you know, and the 49ers did all the right things in camp. They didn't, you know, allow him to do too much, just get him going. But like when he was actually, you know, in the defensive drills, you could see it right away that the the burst is back, and he he looks just as good. And the man is an Adonis. Like he literally, like he hasn't had a carb since like 2011 like easily probably at this point um but he he looks so good but i'm gonna go the other way with this one and, and this is my reasoning for it i think fred has a little bit of a better chance and here's why D'Amico ryan's is a linebacker coach, a linebacker from the league i think that he's gonna put more on his plate from what we saw with the defensive installs there were a lot of exotic fronts that they were showing with a lot of the blitzes we've heard that D'Amico ryan's wants to be a lot more aggressive and that was definitely true from what they were showing like they were literally showing fronts where 
Bosa's on the left, and you would think D4 is going to be on the right, but they would have him in the Fortex spot with someone else on the outside, like Ebukam. So they're getting really creative, and they also had Fred Warner up at, up at the line, and they were rushing six, and that's something that Robert Sala never really did. So I think there's a world where Fred Warner is going to have himself five, six X with a few picks while taking care of the back end, you know, guarding people. And I think that kind of gives him a leg up um, as far as the, the defensive player of the year. So longer odds, short, safer bet, Nick Bosa, you know, for sure. But I'm going to go with the fact that I think D'Amico Ryans trusts him fully. He's the quarterback of the defense, and he's going to put way more on his plate, and he's going to be able to impact the field all over the place, as he usually does. But you're going to see him blitz a little bit more, and he'll have more sacks than you normally are used to. Yeah, last last linebacker to win Depoy was Luke Keekley. Um, his, his stats that year, 156 tackles, four picks, uh, 10, 10 tackles for loss. Fred last year had 125 tackles only two picks uh, and five tackles for loss. So he needs to make, I guess, more more tackles for loss. And every major award is pretty narrative-based. Um, so if, if if there's a narrative pushed and the Niners defense is is making headway and Fred, as, as, as good as Nick Bosa is, is the face of that defense, at least for, for Niners fans. I don't I don't know how the the mainstream media looks at it. I think Nick Bosa probably gets pushed a little bit more, but I think everybody would would probably agree Fred is is the heart and soul of 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 the defense, probably even the whole team. Um, maybe Kittle, we'll see. Um, but super interesting. I like the Fred Warner long odds. Um, I think that D'Amico Ryan's is going to push him, and he's going to have a crazy year. Super excited to see how um, he ends up playing. For Bosa to win it, dude needs to have like 20 sacks because you know that Aaron Donald is going to get his 18 sacks and 20 tackles for loss, and that dude's a monster. Um, going for what is it? Is his his fourth time winning if he if he wins it this year? Yep. Is that the most of all time? I don't know about that, but it's up there. I think I think there's something. I think someone has five. Oh, maybe not. Me, I think someone me. might have five, and then like a bunch of guys have three, and so he's tied with all the guys that have three. I know JJ Watt has has three because he won the three in four years. Um, it'd be crazy if Aaron Donald, Donald gets to four. Oh, so it's three. It's tied for three with uh, Lawrence Taylor, JJ Watt, Aaron Donald. They they have the most of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we play. We watch football in a, in a special time here. That's awesome. Yeah, kind of just take JJ Watt for granted now. Like JJ Watt's still a good player. I don't know how people just kind of like, oh yeah. And they're both in the they're they're both yes. in the division now. Let's go. <laughs> plus plus Bobby Wagner, who I he must not have a deep play if if Keekley's the last linebacker to win it. I don't think so either. Man. Did when did Keekley win it? 2013, in his second year in the league. So was Julius Peppers on that team? Yes. He was? Okay. So he they had that marquee pass rusher to go with him. So if you're looking at like similar situations i mean they were really good keekley's a guy they ask him to do everything i mean he was great in coverage i mean he's a very very smart player as well like perfect instincts pretty much and that's kind of like i think fred's probably a little smaller than he is but in terms of how instinctual they are at that linebacker position i think they're they're pretty similar um for, uh, luke luke keekley's also a guy that they would just Oh yeah, go cover whoever it is at tight end, and you'll you'll clamp them up, and that's the way that the the Niners want to be with Fred. Um, Jason, I find it really interesting that we could potentially see Fred coming in. You said that he was they were playing him out of four tech. No, no. So they play D Ford in those four tech spots, you know, which you usually just would see him outside, but it would also be with Fred and Greenlaw at the line, and then they would rush four with them too. So they were rushing oh. six on the on the installs. So like again. 
you're going to have to pick and choose where you want to stop, you know, or who you're going to stop. And I think that's going to open up a lot more for Fred for not only TFLs, but I'm talking about like, I think he's going to have some sacks this year, like a few of them where they're just going to, they're going to be able to scheme it up. And it's going to be hard because what they're doing on the back end is very much man to man. And we all know that Jimmy Ward and Tart, when they're on the field, they clean up everything on the back end. Like there's not going to be anything over their heads or anything like that. The only real concerns would be corners, but you don't, they're not going to have time, especially the way that they were timing it, like where Fred was dropping in and then dropping back and then going right, like when, when the snap happened. So, so it, it was really good to see those exotic fronts because now you know what kind of D'Amico is trying to do. Yeah, having I remember uh, I don't know if it was if he was in the four tech, he might have been in a three tech, but in the uh, playoff game against the Vikings, I want to say it was an interception or a sack. It was like a big third down play, and they put they put D Ford inside. It was either three or four tech, and then they had Bosa outside the tackle, and they ran a stunt with them, and the guard was just completely lost. Like he didn't have a chance. So. You put speed on the inside like that, and then you also put Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. That's that's going to be exciting. It, it's a new look because they haven't really. I feel like they haven't done it a ton. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much you guys saw of what the Cowboys are doing with uh, Parsons on Thursday, but he was going up against Wirfs, against Donovan Smith, putting up great spin moves, using his hands very violently, and he had a like multiple pressures. Um, he was getting guys out of the backfield. Like that's what I think we're going to see. Like. Not like in terms of like his production that we'll see with Fred Warner, but in terms of using him in so many different ways. If you lose, use him at the line of scrimmage, you use him in coverage. I mean, you use him sideline to sideline. Like those, these are guys that can do it all. We're starting to see like there's a quite a few guys in the league that can do like everything at the linebacker position. Fred is probably one of the guys that like his skill set is just like through the roof. Um, Eric Kendricks, another guy that can do that. We've seen Devin White. Everyone loves Devin White coming out because he's fun to watch. Parsons is kind of the next guy like that, but I think that I think it's fun that you you bring up you know because the odds. Let me see real quick. The odds are Bosa is plus fourteen hundred. He's fourth. No, no, he's like fifth or sixth. I'm sorry. Fred is like way down the list. He's plus sixty five hundred. So if you were to throw in ten bucks on Fred winning it, you'd win six hundred fifty dollars if he came home with the award. That that's I mean, amazing. That's low risk. That's low risk, high reward. And those are the type of bets I'm always going to try to go for. Yeah, so I definitely like that one. I know, uh, I forget who it was. I might have been Nick Newman on Twitter was saying that he's like, dude, I'm putting in like 30 bucks on, on Fred just because he's, he's probably the easiest guy to root for on this team. Like everyone, I mean, he also just gets everyone going too. Like that's the thing about Fred. His little celebrations are so funny where he's I like think, doing the army crawls. Right, no, and I think that uh, another thing that I noticed too was, you know, I think Fred is the heart and soul of this team. You know, it could be George Kittle, but I, I, I'm going to lean towards Fred because – you know, and, and I know this has nothing to do with anything, right? This is so cliche, but Fred is like one of the first guys out there when they're setting up the when they're setting up the trash cans for the uh for the defensive install portion, he's doing it. Um, he's out there, he's the one that is like rallying them around. Like when he when he had the pick six against Jimmy, the whole defense, like they just ran to him and like like it was like a game, like you know, so they rally around him. So I I'm I'm starting to believe that everything that I kind of saw and what we see on TV too. So you didn't have to be at camp to notice this, but those were things that I really took away from it. Like, I, like the only person that was out in the field probably quicker than him was Hufango. Hufango was always the first person out there. And then after that, you would see Fred come out. And Fred just got paid. Fred uh, also, during OTAs, when he wasn't paid, he played every single snap. He didn't take – he could have just said, listen, I'm going off on the side. Like, you know, wake me up when it's time, like, to do something. But that's just kind of who he is. And I think that the team rallies around and they identify – with that and that's kind of what they want to lead with that business-like approach and i think that uh he doesn't have to do all those things he just does it because he's raised by a great dad and his family and upbringing and everything he's just an upstanding guy he definitely is i mean 
Also, if you guys don't follow his dad on Twitter, his dad is hilarious oh, yeah. on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what up, Fred? Fred Sr.? Yeah, so, no, Fred is a guy. He gets paid. I, I was surprised. I thought he was going to make a little bit more in, in terms of guaranteed money. I mean, he's he's still getting a, a big bag. But, like, I, I was expecting him to get a, even a little bit more. I think Darius Leonard might have got paid a little bit more than him. Fred's, yeah. one of the, Fred's one of the best in the league. So, I love that bet. I'm probably going to put five bucks on it right after we finish here. At least five bucks, maybe a little bit more. But... Ten bucks for six hundred fifty dollars to watch Fred Warner to watch and root for Fred Warner to win Defensive Player of the Year. That's 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 worth it for me. Um, but but anything else you guys want to add before we take off? All right, sweet. Um, Jason, once again, thanks for coming on, man. If you guys didn't watch, we posted an episode yesterday talking about the the preview for this Lions 49ers game. So I know this one's going to come out Sunday morning. So if, if the game hasn't started, you can you can go check that out as well. But Thanks again for coming on, Jason. Really fun time talking about this. And Fred Warner for defensive player of the year. That's that's you got you got you guys gotta all book it right now. That's your title. That's it. All right. We will talk to you guys soon. Hopefully the 49ers go out there today, play really well against the Lions. Uh, we talked about, you know, there's a couple injuries and whatnot, but the 49ers should t- take care of business today. So that's gonna do it for today. Thank you all for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow.